A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In today's talk, Father explains how we should not let weariness keep us from praying. It's almost a comical gospel message here about this lady almost makes this judge afraid of her until you start to understand what Jesus is really talking about. First line that we're really bad interpretation of scripture where it says that Jesus is telling his people to not become weary in prayer. It's actually not what it was Jesus was saying. He's saying, don't let weariness stop you from prayer. That's a big difference. Because prayer itself is supposed to make you weary. The prayer that causes gets results wears you out, beats you down. Difficult. And how do we know this? First reading tells us this. First reading today, Moses was in the desert journey and he comes across the Amicalites, whatever their name is, the eight people. And he was threatening the nation of Israel. If they would have won the battle, Israel would have been destroyed. So it was a pretty crucial battle. So Moses had reason to want to win. Now Moses was the most favored person of all the people living on the planet at that point, and even he could not simply go before God and say, hey God, guess what, we got this big battle, are you going to help us out a little bit and help us to win? God said, not enough. I don't need your words of prayer, I need your sacrifice of prayer. I need you to become weary, so that your heart will be opened up to my graces that I want to pour out, so that you can win this battle. The significance of it was Moses had to raise his hands up. You notice he said every time his hands were raised, they were winning the battle. But when his hands fell, the battle was being lost. And that should immediately put an image in our head that should connect with us. Because when we think about anybody's arms being raised, what should we immediately think of? Naturally, Jesus on the cross. And that's exactly what was happening. Moses was prefiguring the sacrifice of Christ. It's his way of saying, I need to put forth a sacrificial effort. I need to sacrifice myself in my prayer in order for my prayer to have value and meaning. Because my words simply aren't enough. We need to appreciate how prayer actually works. I think we always get it always backwards. We think that God's like some type of vending machine that if we simply put in enough words that we'll get the candy bar that we want. The problem is the vending machine's always open. We're just not approaching it the right way. Prayer isn't about us going before God and He gives us gifts. Prayer is about God pouring out His blessings and we becoming a channel for those gifts. Those things that God wants to give to us flow through us. 
The church teaches us that all graces from God flow through Mary through the church, Mary being the head of the church. Who is the church, everybody? I get the same answer from everybody. We are, folks, we are. The graces flow through us. That unjust judge in the first reading today was not God. It was actually weariness. Human weakness. Our own struggles. Because human weakness has no respect for man. And human weakness does not care about God. And human weakness will cause things to not be rendered justly because we give up. Because raising your hands up in the image of Christ is hard work. It's tiring. It's frustrating. It's painful at times. That's what sacrifice is all about. And until we're willing to enter into that sacrifice of Christ, until we're willing to raise up our arms and deny ourselves a little bit, all the words that we speak are not going to have the power behind them. People keep asking, why doesn't God listen to me? Why isn't God doing this? Why isn't God doing that? I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray. And what God asks, when have you actually offered yourself in sacrifice? People are like, what? I prayed like 4,000 Hail Marys, doesn't that count? God says no. I don't need more of your words. I need more of your love. And love is sacrificial. Denying ourselves to save others. Fasting. Giving up those pleasures in life. Almsgiving. Giving to charity. Volunteering, acts of kindness. These things which put us out of our own comfort zone, these things that cause us to have to give up our pleasures, our wants for the sake of others, that opens us up to God's grace. That gives power to prayer. And we're ready to raise our arms up in the image of Christ. We're willing to sacrifice ourselves for the sake of others. We're willing to die to self. That's when the power flows. The greatest prayer ever prayed is when Jesus was on the cross with his arms raised. When he asked for one thing that if he wouldn't have asked, we'd have all been doomed. Father, forgive them. And the Father responded with a yes, I will, because you raised your arms in sacrifice. The reason why your prayers are not being answered is not because God's not listening, it's because we're not responding. He's pouring it out, and our hearts are not big enough to hold the graces that He wants to give to us. Because the more that we become selfish, the more that we want to do things our way, we close off those graces of God. And the more we deny ourselves, the more we have that, that channel of grace. Jesus up there sometimes is so frustrated because of the power that we yield if we're not using it. If only 10% faithful Catholics, 10% would pray in the way that Jesus wants us to pray, we would not have abortion. We would not have wars. We would not have abuse. We would not have broken relationships. Just 10%. 
could change this world. Could you imagine what happened if all of us prayed that way? You could go to Mass a million times, you could say 10 billion Hail Marys, you could have your rosary out in your prayer cards in your Bible, but if all your words are not in conjunction with the sacrificial way of life, they're just words. We need to offer ourselves a little bit more. We need to raise our arms up and be willing to stand in the image of Christ for the sake of somebody else. The denial of self. That is powerful. I've seen it happen. When you combine prayer with sacrificial love, that's when you see miracles. That's when you see beauty and goodness and wonder. That's when you see your prayers being answered, not only the way that you asked, but in a way that you couldn't even imagine. I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to kind of tout a little bit on my own family here because I got this wonderful couple who reminded me of something beautiful. Every time I get married or got to a couple, I always talk to them about the importance of being sacrificial in the way they love each other because that brings about goodness. And I usually ask them to do some type of self-denial, some extra special thing before they get married as a part of their marriage gift. When my daughter got married, this was um, 12 years ago, I forget how many years ago it was. Anyways, I wanted to do something for her. I didn't know just want to pray. So I fasted six days before her wedding. I didn't eat anything for six days. My daughter, when she got married, was married to somebody who had very non-conservative views. He was a Catholic, who tended to believe in things that were against the Catholic Church. Not only are they still married, they've got four kids, one of them's in heaven, well, they've got four living kids, my daughter lost one, she's now pregnant with the sixth, they go to Mass, Constantly, they pray every day. Their children are praying. My daughter, who's like 10 years old, can list off every single saint the liturgical year and tell you what the biography is. My son is five years old, knows how to pray the rosary, and they do adoration. That's the power of sacrificial love combined with prayer. They've exceeded my dreams of what children could be. When people are complaining so much about children falling away from the faith, I get a daughter who's jumped right into it, and her children are jumping into it. I couldn't ask for a greater gift. And it's because God said, Are you willing to offer yourself to me? So I will offer myself also to you. And that's what we need to start doing, folks. We have to start willing to sacrifice ourselves a little bit because God's love is not stopping because He doesn't want to give it to us. It's stopping because we're not opening ourselves up to it. We are, as the church, the most powerful people on the planet. And what are we doing with that power? What are we doing with it? We need to recognize the beauty of the gift we've been given. 
And yes, at times it is tough to make those sacrifices. Jesus knows it's difficult. He didn't exactly enjoy his walk on Calvary. And even he needed help. But he didn't stop. And we shouldn't either. Because this world needs us, folks. Not just our prayers, but our sacrifice of love. It needs us to give more of ourselves because the world's not willing to do it. One saint, the way they live their life, has converted hundreds of thousands of people to the faith. If one person can do that, imagine what an entire community of us can do. Prayer is never meant to be easy. It's meant to lure us out. Not just